The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother and 30 on 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. January 27th has been marked on my calendar since last January 27th. Oh, I've got goose pimples. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm so excited about a dog's purpose. Just bristling, um, bristling with goose flesh over here. So excited for a dog's purpose that comes out on January 27th in theaters near you. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a huge picture. Um, there have been multiple uh, reports of abuses to dogs during filming. And I think the film is going to no be good. a real heartwarming picture for uh, families to enjoy together. I'm just saw- glad that the movie goes out of its way to prove that a dog's purpose is to entertain us. Yes, and then die, but then be a different <laughs> dog later. What the cost? Uh, my favorite part of the trailer is when the beagle dies and then is a golden retriever, which then dies in an airplane crash, and then all of a sudden it's a beagle again. I love you, A Dog's Purpose. Uh, is A Dog's Purpose, when they were making it, they were like, what's everybody's favorite part of Marley and Me? The end of it. Um, so what if we just made a movie that was all the end of Marley and Me, all just the do- over and over again forever? The dogs die over and over again. But then you, you get a new dog! <laughs> you would think at some point this dog would be like, okay, so reincarnation is real, but I am just a dog over... Like, what do I have to do here to get out of this cycle? I'm just a dog over and over again. Different breeds, of course, right. but... I, I mean, I don't want to be a Whippet. I want to be a Chocolate Lab, so let's go talk to that bus. Poof. Does, Thank okay. you. I haven't seen it, but do you think the movie ends in, in the final incarnation, the dog wakes up, and they're finally a human? Like, no, I the, think that... I, I think the final incarnation is he wakes up and he's half dog, half man. He's like, well, oh, it's a start. <laughs> maybe they go full the action hero. Maybe and then they some go badass f- guy, Richie, in credits. There we yeah. go. We could also have a Bicentennial Man situation where he does become a human and he does marry his master, his wo- the woman who owned him the whole time. And then they fall in love. <laughs> Listen, I really want to marry you, but... I'm a dog I am now. a dog now, but I have a very good feeling about this one. So if you could throw me into that wood chipper and just let me try one more again, I yeah. think that I will come back as a human oh, on man, this one. Oh, so what you're Damn you're it. pitching like a Marley and Me Groundhog's Day crossover, right? Exactly. He okay. Just, he does some good shit for like an afternoon. He's like, well, time to beef it. Let's see if I can be a human this time. A lot of people forget it was a book first. Yeah. A Dog's Purpose was a 2010 novel written by American humorist W. Bruce Cameron, who I'm sure you all remember from Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Yeah. Which was a series that was also adapted into 
Um, please uh, tell uh, us. Please tell us more about Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter. Eight Justin. Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter was adapted into a, a TV series that, of course, killed John Ritter is the most oh, notable. Justin. It did. It, I mean, it did. What do you want from me? That's the show that killed John Ritter. So Bruce has had a good run. Uh, and now he's back with a just killing dogs over yeah. and over again. Not dogs, Di- the same dog. The same dog. And Dennis Quaid's in the movie, and at the end of it, he dies, and he becomes five birds. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had the same reaction a lot of people did the first time they saw the trailer, that my wife showed it to me, just like losing it. Like, couldn't do anything except hold the phone aloft for me to view. I th- I thought for sure it was a Christian movie. Like, it had to be a Christian movie. This is a Christian movie about, That endorses like, dog reincarnation. Yeah, we're like, Jesus, he helps Jesus or tells somebody about Jesus or helps him find Jesus or something. Why, but it, then why I saw- is there only one set of paw prints? Exactly. That's that's where I did fun dog tricks for your entertainment. Um, but then I saw Dennis Quaid and I was like, Denny? Are you doing okay, <laughs> Denny? Are you in the film? <laughs> For the first, until Denny's reveal in the movie, in the trailer, yeah, you could have very easily convinced me that we were looking like an Animal Planet original movie. Sure. That they yeah. were getting into the movie business. <laughs> but then he was like... <laughs> he calls his agent. He's like, listen, <laughs> it's Denny. <clears throat> Just finished up that script. <laughs> for a dog's purpose, you sent over that hot one. <laughs> from, <laughs> like, hey, I Denny, think Denny Q got the script. <laughs> Denny Q got the script, did absorb. Listen, five stars. This script only needs one thing, and I think this film will flop unless you make one big change. And they're like, what? And he said, you're going to need some vitamin D. And that's for mm-hmm. You're also going to need to kill three times more dogs. <laughs> three times <laughs> There's only dogs eight dogs that die in it. I need I the dog. You know, I haven't seen the movie yet, but as I understand it, it's about a dog that keeps dying and coming back as other dogs that keeps finding Dennis Quaid. And I have to <laughs> try to kill him. <laughs> I hope there's a scene in the movie where, like, Dennis Quaid lives in Connecticut or whatever, and then the dog, you know, falls in the lake. And then it comes back, and it's a chocolate lab. But, oh, damn it, I'm, I'm, in, uh, I'm in Wales. Yeah. Well, fuck. I got to get all the way back. Damn it. And he gets. He finally gets back to Connecticut after like a year of, of getting there. He's like, hey, what's up? And then a tree falls on him and he's like born in in, uh, in Madagascar. And he's like, why is it? Fucking, this is so what? much travel. You, you know, I once saw- he gets stateside, he's being like super cautious. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, sure. Every Creeping. every street. No, no, no. I'll wait for the light. I know I'm a dog, but I'm going to go ahead and wait for the light. Griffin, the, I actually saw a press screener of the movie and the fucked Ooh. up thing is the dog actually keeps being reborn in, like, the same town that oh. Dennis Quaid was originally in. And Dennis Quaid keeps moving. Yeah. Like, Dennis Quaid <laughs> keeps trying to get away from this fucking dog, and the dog keeps finding him yeah. every time. And that's a dog's purpose. I'm going to teach English in, in Shanghai. Ah, damn it. How damn am I supposed it. to... I'm a dog, D- DQ. Hey, DQ. 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 Help me. DQ, why do you do this? Why do you the- do this to me, DQ? The thing they don't tell you is that Dennis Quaid kills the dog every time. And, <laughs> and the dog is just trying to, like, he knows he's got a serial killer on his hands, and he's trying to reveal the 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 crime. Um, and, and, and But every time he gets close, Denny Q's like, nah, not this time. Uh, 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 well, just, like, well, just put it in a well. Yeah. 
He stars like, it out so it won't reincarnate as fast. It gives him time to get away. God. Yeah, it's a it's dark like, movie, Griffin. I don't know like, what to tell you. It's the lovely. It's the lovely bones. It's which would also work as a title for a dog-based movie. The milky bones. The tasty bones. The begging strips. Boy, a dog's purpose out January 27th. I'm so excited to see it and see if all the fan theories are true. I've been playing along with the ARG online, and um, we're all having a lot of fun here at the purpose. We call ourselves the purpose heads, and we're just so fucking excited for this movie. A dog's purpose is it's buck wild. Very important to me. It's very important. I did want to release a side. And again, some pretty brutal animal abuse allegations that are in no way funny, but... Um, it is a dog's purpose is the name of the film. So if you want to avoid it or watch it, I feel like a watch doesn't always have to be positive. Sometimes it's sort of like, I got my eye on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how do you think like De- watch. How, how do you think Dequi is feeling right now after these these uh dog abuse allegations have started popping off? Because holy shit. I read some of the responses from people involved, like Josh Gad is the voice of the dog. Josh Gad's fully like, don't know, wasn't there. The director of the movie is like, don't know, wasn't on set that day. Wouldn't have happened if I had been there. Hachi machi. I'm sure DQ like, felt the same way. He's like, no, I was getting some crafty and just enjoying myself and trying to center myself for the performance. They had tortilla Did not soup see over at Crafty, and so I was mostly hanging around that sort of station. I was um, talking to my brother. If you need to check that alibi, you can call him. Oh, what's that? You can't get a hold of him? Weird. <laughs> weird. That's so weird. Uh, I want to throw in a quick side watch. Um, Trolls, the film oh, yeah. is coming to, it'll be on like on demand stuff, I think this week, J- January 24th tomorrow. Uh, Apple TV, I know it's going to be there. Blu ray, I think, is the following week. I'm very, very excited, very excited because it'll finally be the end of my daughter. Wanting to watch the Trolls movie and it not being available. And so watching the most batshit content on YouTube is fucking so crazy right now. I don't know if you guys have like (laughs) got in. If you search for like Trolls toys, which is normally what we end up going with. Yeah. There's like short films about. I know I've talked about weird YouTube before, but like kids weird. Like there was one where the Trolls toys had all their heads pulled off and then their heads were hidden underneath other toys that had to be opened by this giant pair of hands on screen. And then the heads had to be reconnected. And then there was another one where branch and Poppy got married and then Poppy got pregnant. And it was just like a short film about that, you know, for kids. Um, it's pretty wild out there on YouTube y'all, if you haven't been out there, but that my hell will come to an end where I can finally just enjoy the film I saw two times in the theaters, but now I'm like finally going to be able to just enjoy the story of Branch and him finding joy in his heart again uh, on Apple TV when I purchase that uh, film tomorrow, January twenty fourth. And then Trolls, you're just and then it. you're just three days away from a dog's purpose coming yeah. out. So, so how's, your, good- how's your cinematic week? Be a very good cinematic week. A Star Wars guy, Star Wars just now, while we're recording this, just announced the name of the new movie. It's Star Wars Episode Eight The Last Jedi, which I very much doubt that. There will probably be a few more of those. Those those magic space warriors. Is it really called that? Is that The a Last joke? Jedi? I'm the last Jedi. Really? Because there's two of you. No, it's 
The, the movie ended and there were two of you. No, but I'm the last one. I don't believe that one. I don't believe it. I don't the believe no, it. Number nine's going to be like, just kidding. Here's six more Jedis. Man, it's so rare we get to do breaking news. Oh, it's so nice program. to be able to bust out some entertainment news. Travis, you've gone silent for a while. You're just sort of contemplating, what, Trolls, Dogs, Purpose, Star Wars 8. There's so many different things you could be thinking about right well, now. Well, I'll tell you the truth. While Justin was describing his weird YouTube wormhole, yeah. my brain broke a little bit, and I oh. thought, like, I must have dropped out of the call or something because no. I just I couldn't understand the words he was saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... um. If you Google Trolls Toys and then hold on for the ride of your life, um, it, and it's all toy videos on YouTube, are absolutely madness. Yeah. There's people a video are- called Branch and Poppy Kiss. Oh, a lot it's of people not- are waiting for that. With real people as the trolls. It's nine, oh. minute- it's nine minutes long. Oh, it's just a really long smooch then. What could be happening for nine minutes in this film? How much story development is happening in here? You know what? Here. Just for a second. Oh, just God. for a second. Well, no. this isn't going to be good for anybody, Juice. I just dropped in the Skype chat. Just for a second. If you guys could just like... Oh, this wow. Is my, this is actually a lot. It's wow. a lot to... It's a lot to deal with if you Googled Trolls, Poppy, and Branch Kiss So right YouTube. now I'm looking at a man, and he's doing green face, and he's got uh, some blue <gasps> Goku hair, and it's just a lot of... Well, a lot of build up to the kiss. I'm kind of hopping around, kind of scrabbling through this. This video. shit has four million over. That's the worst views. thing. We're done. We're done with. <laughs> it's okay. over, Johnny. We, we got to stop. We got to do questions. We got to do advice. We got to get. We got to do questions is that? and advice. No, yeah. we can't. nobody can see it's this. It's probably nobody a bergen. Can- the bergens eat the trolls to be happy. Uh, so listen. <laughs> It's pretty crazy out there on YouTube right now. People are putting lots of videos up on YouTube right now. I was on it the other day, and I watched the first season of Bug Juice is all on there. Yeah. So get at me. And you can also watch Branch and Poppy French Kiss for 38 minutes. Mm, 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 mm. It's been 15 minutes. We got to do the damn thing. Brothers, I have recently learned a terrifying truth. I've been in this relationship for about two months. Too much indeed. And I just found out that my girlfriend sometimes drinks milk in the shower. Okay. 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 At first I was slightly apprehensive, but uh, I assumed it was out of a personal bottle or something. Then I learned that it was in fact out of an open glass with no lid. She insists this is perfectly acceptable, but it's utterly horrifying concept to me. Am I good? And that's from not a milk drinker in Massachusetts. Okay. mm, How busy are you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I have so many things on my to-do list. I have to combine some of them. Yeah, I have mm. to drink some milk and take a shower. Of of all the activities to combine, that is by far the least convenient. So this would the okay, the personal bottle is like weird to me. I I guess you mean a personal bottle of milk, not like a baba. Okay, that makes sense. Or Sorry, just guys. like, or just like your, you know, aluminum special bottle that like you yeah. refill with milk for the shower times. Yeah, the thought of drinking milk and then a mm-hmm. little bit of water getting in there is no, no good. I don't like that even a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't like the thought of drinking milk because I'm pretty lactose intolerant, and then I would be drinking <sighs> milk on the toilet 
and then that's a never-ending cycle. <laughs> I would be in the bathroom all day just dealing with all these milk problems that I've given myself. Um, but the thought of drinking a big glass of milk, and then you turn around weird, and then like a little bit of hot water gets in the milk? Mmm, bad. Now, that is how they make skim milk. They just add hot water to milk? Yeah, it's they just water down. Hot shower milk. water. Hot, hot shower, shower water, water and a little milk. bit of a little bit of head and shoulders. <laughs> a little bit of Irish spring in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should do that. I don't think that that should be done in society that we're in now. Cuz I just but don't you know, understand. But you, but know, you know, Zag, I would like to zag for a second. Oh, okay, shit. zag on him. If this is what your girlfriend does to just like chill if this is like her me time is a little shower milk it ain't hurting nobody this isn't taking anything away from you this might like her you know frosty glass of shower milk might be the only time she gets in her day to really just like treat herself to some shower milk you know what i do you know what i do What's I would I would drink some of that shower milk, some of that frosty shower milk, just to get the buzz going. And then when I was sick of drinking the milk, or when my stomach started hurting immediately, as soon as it crossed the threshold of my diaphragms and stuff, on my flanges and stuff, as soon as it crosses that and it hits my stomach lining and my guts go, go all rotten, as soon as I was done drinking it, I would just dump it on myself and get mm-hmm. that baby soft milk skin. And maybe that's maybe that's, you know... You drink yeah. it, and it's you drink it down to halfway, and you're like, I'm sick. And then you dump it on your body, and you get that baby soft milk skin. Yeah. Is she just looking to extend the shower, maybe? Just like, she really loves shower time, but she... Okay, okay, wait. This has just occurred to me. You need your hands in there. Listen, you need your hands in there. You can't have one hand... Constantly on milk duty. How do you how do you squeeze the the Irish Spring into the loofah if you yeah. have one hand holding your milk? I mean, maybe you got a cup holder in there. Maybe it's a custom job. Ooh, oh, kind of a custom. Ooh, nice. You know what? Yeah. That is mm-hmm. a good gift, though. Good gift idea. A shower cup holder. If you can find one of those on uh, Amazon or something. Next, next. Har- that's just, that's that's a good gift because it doesn't just say. Um, here's a cup for your shower milk. Right. It also says like I, I accept you. You know what I mean? Like I, I, ex- I accept you. I have a Yahoo here. Can I read it? And yes. whoa, Yahoo! Give me a banner advertisement for Shondaland. Hello, it's a real thing, guys. Yahoo's advertising a thing that I could go and watch and consume. It's not telling me about Melissa McCarthy or Ellen DeGeneres' recent death. <laughs> Things are turning around. Very exciting. Okay. Uh, this one was sent in by Morgan Davy. Keep it wavy, Morgan Davy. Thank you. Now it's rooms to go. God, Altaba's really taken off. Maybe I should give Altaba a chance. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous. Jefferson asks, Help, how to properly get rid of a Ouija board. Ouija? Ouija? A lot of people say Ouija, and that doesn't... It's not. It can't be, right? It's, it's Ouija. Oh, Elijah, Mm -hmm. I have had nothing but bad luck with this paper paper board I printed, Mm -hmm. and I'm tired of it. I just want to move on and not think about the paranormal anymore. It's been telling me to kill by someone named Zozo. I've been lied to by something named Kelly or Nancy. That's a bad board you got, dude. (laughs) Um, 
uh, killed by someone named Zozo, or I've been lied to by someone named Kelly or Nancy. How to properly get rid of this thing? I want it out of my life. Oh, and please, don't tell me that Ouija boards are fake, <coughs> because I had it turn off the light in my house. So don't say it's fake, because it's Whoa, real. what? If you think, hey, 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 if you think it's fake, because you haven't tried it using it hard enough, or you're just too wussy to try it, so tell me. How to get rid of this thing. So is your, important. Is your Elijah board hooked up to your Echo Dot? Yeah. <laughs> your Elijah, your Elijah home board has Ouija. smart home technology inside of it. It's the smart. internet of Ouija. <laughs> Finally a smart board. Because it's 2017. Your Ouija board should be smart. Listen, can we drill down on one question? Uh, I've been lied to by... What? Kelly or Nancy. Kelly or Kelly Nancy. Or Nancy. And so what? Got, uh, exactly. Someone, it's telling me to kill by someone named Zozo. So Zozo's okay. I get that. Yeah. When you use, think about the practicalities of using a Ouija board. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there are like? I don't understand how you're differentiating between. It's like yeah, two so, entities named Kelly or Nancy. Like, why well, would you think that's the same person that's just maybe going by Kelly or maybe going by Nancy? It I says, don't Justin, understand. I'll, I'll tell you the problem here, Justin. The question asker assumes that they have a faulty board when I think they have a faulty ghost. And you're like, hey, ghost, who killed you? And the ghost is like, I don't know. Kelly, Nancy, who Nancy? can you even tell? I, it maybe all maybe all the spirit said is it it's a woman's name and it ends in a Y. <laughs> so yeah. just like it says K E L L Y Kelly. Wait, N A H. Hold up. Okay, maybe, maybe okay. their name is like Mary Sue, but it's Kelly Nancy. Yeah, my name is Kelly Nancy, and I want you to kill people. Um. Now, Yahoo Answers user Doctor Ng says, since it's a paper Ouija, it's not a genuine Hasbro Ouija. It yeah. is worthless. It wasn't so made Hasbro, by the Hasbro witches. The Hasbro necromancers. Uh, had you not been a cheapo and bought yourself a proper GHO at any fine toy store, no fucking clue what that means, uh, you could have donated Genuine it to Hasbro good- Ouija. Jesus. Probably. Yeah. Uh, you could have donated it to Goodwill. As a game, it's good for a $2 tax deduction if you itemize your taxes. <laughs> uh, now, listen, Kevin, I, uh, I, taxes all look good. I do want to ask you about this one charitable donation of a... It says here a Ouija board, $2 donation of a Ouija board. Is that cor- correct? It was a GHO, Tom. I it don't know what to tell you. It was a genuine article, babe. Um, oh, Jesus. That's definitely we- this person's concern. How do I get rid of my printed paper Ouija board while also saving myself some scratch? Uh, excuse me, gentlemen, I, by Googling, uh, GHO Ouija board, have stumbled on an article called Warning Signs of Zozo, the Ouija board demon. Oh, that's no good. Oh, well, this is probably a fucking, uh, this is probably the movie, isn't it? This is probably the movie. I think there's probably the movie had a Zozo, I bet. Here's some signs you may be in contact with Zozo. Ah, jeez. Below, now our podcast is haunted, by the way. Great. Uh, below is a list of items that may indicate you are in contact with Zozo during a spirit communication session. I want to be in contact with Zozo, damn it. <laughs> Hang up, Zozo. <laughs> Hang up, Zozo. Get out of here. Hey, put Smooth back on. Put Smooth put on smooth the line. Smooth back on. I miss Smooth. Get out of here, Zozo. Rapid figure eight movements of the planchette. Rainbow uh-huh. side to side movements of the planchette. If the planchette spells out Zozo, Zaza, Mama, OZ. Papa, beep beep, ding ding. Abjo, ding dong. Bobo. Oh, damn it, guys. It said ding ding. Zozo's here. Why didn't you just call him ding ding? That's okay. Mean. 
Wait a minute. What if you're it, so it spells out all these things? What if you're not in touch with the demon, but rather are in touch with the ghost of Scatman, uh, uh, the Scatman? Figure eight movements, rainbow shape. Plan. <laughs> Shake your planchette all over the place. <laughs> we gotta destroy the Ouija, though, because we can't have a Jumanji situation. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, that's not what that is. I'm thinking of the mask, where mm. they tried to destroy the mask, but if, it kept coming back. If they printed off their own Ouija, mm. where did they get the planchette from? I don't know, Travis, that's a fine question. Probably made it from a jelly jar and saran wrap. I, yeah. If I had saying, to guess. like, uh, we should diagnose that, like, if your computer's broken, if your computer is inhabited by Zozo, you don't just assume it's something. You run through some diagnostics. I'm just saying maybe the problem is not the board, but in fact the planchette, the Kate Blanchette. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's that's It's entirely the possible, but we're all dancing around the bullshit of how to destroy a, a genuine Oja. It's not, you, though. But it's yeah, not it's a genuine okay. Griffin. You're right. It's, just, it's not a genuine YJ, so this person's just making shit up, and they don't have Zozo. You're fine. Put it in the garbage disposal. Flush your stupid paper YJ down the toilet. Now, if you if I had a genuine GHO, mm-hmm. and this thing was ruined with Zozo, yeah. nasty with Zozo, dripping with <laughs> Zozo's icker, how do I, what do I do about him? You One gotta thing. bury it under your local shoe factory. One thing that this uh, this website recommends is that you set boundaries before you start any spirit communication. What? Um, yeah, it's important to set boundaries with ghosts, entities, demons that you may be communicating with. Hey, um, so that's not that that wouldn't be a very good demon, huh? If you have like a safe word that it respects, that's yeah. not like really what I think of with a demon. Like, oh, oh, I'm okay. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I crossed the line. That was too far. I'll that turn was the on lights me. back on. I get it. You know what I mean? Thank you for communicating with me instead yes. of just being mad and not telling me why. Instead of, instead of at me. I guys, statement. I am a demon. I want get, to eat your soul. Do you think after the Oija movie came out that the rate of Oija usage across the country spiked or diminished? Do you think that kids saw the YJ movie and said, I don't want to fuck with Zozo, and so they did not buy a Ouija board? Because you know, you know Hasbro probably like pushed the, pushed the, very much so like they did with Trolls when Trolls came out. They were like, here's new Trolls. I bet they started printing Ouija boards again to time it with the release of the movie, but that puts themselves in a weird situation where it's like, it's a Ouija board, and then you're like, oh, sick, and you see the movie, and the kids get killed by Zozo probably, and they, you think like, this is not a good advertisement. It's not if, if like, in the Coca-Cola polar bear commercials, if a child came up to try to get some Coca-Cola and the polar bear fucking killed them. That would make you think, like, maybe I don't want Coca-Cola. So do you think people are using these things more or less? Well, I know to speak for myself, Griffin, just using I statements here, I have not stopped playing Battleships since I saw that fucking flick. Yeah. So I would think that probably it's the same deal where, like, you just get the fever, you know? Do you think if you saw when you when the year after Jumanji came out and swept the nation with David Allen Greer fever, with Dag fever, mm-hmm. do you think that if you were a small child the year after that movie came out and you loved that movie so much and you found an old mysterious board game that you would fucking play it? Because I think I still would be like, I know this is going to, like, really be taxing on David Allen Greer, but I would, I kind of want to know what the adventure is. 
<laughs> it's an old wooden box in your grandma's cupboard, and it says like um, tropical tropical adventure on it, and you're like, mm, I think I'd like to find out. And there is like a faint drumming noise coming from the box, and you just saw Jumanji. Would you still crack that lid and roll those bones? Yes, no, yeah. yes. No Hell question. Yeah. I played Jumanji in a heartbeat if given the opportunity. Do you think um, this? Do you think the Zathura kids saw Jumanji, and when they saw the Zathura box, they were like, <coughs> "This is going to take us on a deadly space adventure." But fuck it, man! It didn't work out so great for David Allen Greer, but I really want to check out the Zathura game. Are you aware that Ouija, the movie, mm. was produced by Hasbro Studios? Yeah. Um. Is huh. there? It kills people. Yeah. Like this is a, this is a film. Come by our game. Come, Come by, by our, our game. It'll kill game. your kids with Zozo. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas. I got you a Ouija. I want you dead, you dirty fucking rat. Perfect. I lo- Print I, you, it. You, Send it to theaters. You nasty fucking nephew. I got you a Ouija board. I hope Zozo chokes the life out of you. You nasty nephew. And it. I- it does strike me. I, I keep thinking about the Oija board, and it's weird because it's very singular to me. I can't think of another board game that is sold that's like, enjoy playing Monopoly, but also when you play it, you're making real money. Like, mm. there's not really another board game that has a deeper layer of, like, sales pitch to it. Like, like the Oija is a fun party game, and also you're contacting Satan. Like, that. Like that's such a weird... And people are like, oh, that's fun. Like, you can buy it at Target. Yeah, like, when you pop the pop the pop-o-matic popper in sorry they they don't try to convince you the dice are alive yeah it's really shaking those pieces of shit up be careful playing the game of life <laughs> like that's it you've got real babies now the game of death i hope your mousetrap works those little rats have the plague they don't such- really it's just such a fucked up sales pitch <laughs> buy our game it might kill you <laughs> I mean, you could play Grape Escape with real grapes, I guess. Like, you could do... <laughs> I was going to joke about that, but you could do that. You don't have to make them take them to the factory, mash them, smash them, now they're history. You could just, like, get some grapes and play and Grape Escape with real grapes. You might sticky. actually be worried about waking daddy. Yeah. You could wait. You could... You, you could, could play wake Don't Wake Daddy. You could play Don't Wake Daddy so hard that your daddy, in fact, wakes up because the game got so overzealous. That's possible. That one could happen. I mean, you could actually put a goat on the roof when you're playing a game of Hey Pa, There's a Goat on the Roof, an actual board game that Hasbro made in 1966. Do you think that anybody was ever playing 13 Dead End Drive and then a painting fell off their mantle and killed them? Like, was that? Do you think that's Statistically speaking, yes. Yes. Probably. Everything has happened once. Well,. Gentlemen, why don't you follow me? Get in my back seat. We're going to the money zone together. Let's go. Uh, our first sponsor this week, Travis, I wanted to is tell a you dog's, about it. It's a dog's purpose, and we already it's did that It's a dog's one. purpose, and we did that one. Our second sponsor uh, is Squarespace. My brother, my brother, me, is supported in part by Squarespace. Make your next move. Make your next website. Um, it's a, this is, if you want to make a website and you don't know where to start, now you do, because it's squarespace.com slash my brother. You can get a free trial of their all-in-one platform. You, you got nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. They handle that stuff uh, for you. Um, and it is it is the best way to make a website. They got award winning, twenty four seven customer support, 
Uh, it's really easy to set up. It's used by a wide range of uh, creative people. Uh, 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 I, I saw that they actually have a new ad on Squarespace for John Malkovich uh, making a clothing line. So if you go yeah. to johnmalkovich.com, it's a Squarespace site where he's like, has designed clothes and it's amazing. And the whole thing is incredible. And thank you, Squarespace, by the way, because I didn't know I needed John Malkovich fashions in my life, but I do definitely, definitely do. Um, but it's 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 a great service. We've used it, um, and we can highly recommend it. Just go to squarespace.com slash my brother for that free trial and 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move. Make your next website. Squarespace. Now, you've owned, you did a website, and it's so good, and now you own your own business or whatever, and you need to hire the right people for the right stuff. Then you should go to ZipRecruiter because they're the other sponsor that we have this week, and that means that they're our favorite um, ZipRecruiter allows you to well if you post a, if you post a job listing in just one place then you're going to get bad people out for it just because it's it's one place you want to sow your seeds wide uh, and with ZipRecruiter you can post your job to 200 plus job sites including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter all with a single click just to find that perfect hire for you uh, you can find candidates in any city industry uh, or industry nationwide. You just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. They will come flocking to you, uh, and you don't have to worry about you know playing phone tag or juggling emails or whatever. Uh, and it's used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses everywhere. And right now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash brother. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash brother. One more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash my brother. We, we should do this for the podcast. And we, we can find zip a, recruit? Yeah, we should zip recruit like a hype person or a social media person or like craft, like a personal chef. What's Flavor Flav doing? Yeah, I was going to say. Could hype, he could hype us. He's probably good on money. Yeah. Well, hold money. on. I have a Jumbotron message here, and it's for Bryce slash Calvin and McKenzie. Uh, and this message is from the podcast interest subset of the Slack subset of the acapella subset of the Glee Club, uh, who say, uh, I.O. Brothers, please help us congratulate Bryce, Calvin, and McKenzie on their engagement. They are both huge fans, and it would be an honor if you could bestow a choice wedding hashtag upon them. God, I couldn't do this for my own fucking nuptials. I don't know why I think I could do it for Bryce, Calvin, and McKenzie. Uh... Three names, two hearts. Bryce Calmack. Bryce Calmack. Bryce mm. Calmack, the planet that Alf was from. <laughs> um, hashtag. A, a very Alf wedding. Yep, there it is. A very Alf. Hashtag a very Alf wedding. Hope that helps. Hope uh, this, that message, <laughs> this message is for heads, and it's from Big R. And Big R says. I know this way late or early by now, uh, so let's just say it's both a happy birthday and Merry Christmas mm, from your best friend and biggest boy. You've been the best part of my life for the last two years, and now that we'll be living together by the time this is read, I can't wait to share every night and morning with you. Hit me on my mobile. Oh, that's sweet. It's sweet, but like it seems like we missed the time window so badly that not only might you night not be living together you may have like died of old age in each other's arms notebook style at this point and we apologize for we're just we got a lot of plates we're spinning right now 
Merry Christmas, though. But Mayor, but here's the thing: since we just opened up that new flood of like buying things, we could have just done this so super early. That's possible. Like that's, maybe that's this, maybe Big R bought this thinking like well, they, it won't do this till 2018, and here we are knocking it out in like January. Yeah. Hi, I'm comedian Emily Heller. And I'm cartoonist Lisa Hannawalt. And we're the hosts of Baby Geniuses. Do you want to learn weird new facts? Do you like hearing successful creative women talk about their poop? Do you want the scoop on Martha Stewart's pony? If you answered yes to any of these questions, our show is for you. We interview people like Paula Tompkins, Kristen Shaw, Michael Che, and more. So check us out on Maximum Fun. And let us mess up your brain. Yes, please. <laughs> Baby Geniuses, we know everything. Baby Geniuses, tell us something we don't know. Um, let's do a question. Here it comes. Strap in. I'm leaving my job and have no interest in going out to drinks or having dinner with the people I currently work with to celebrate. It's in quotes. Or say goodbye. How do I make a graceful exit without having to spend social time with people who I don't like? That's from moving on in Maryland. It seems kind of like an open shut case, right? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never accidentally hung out with people. <laughs> I guess in a, if I get stuck in an elevator, maybe, and somebody's got a bottle of bubbly, may, maybe, maybe then, but that's never happened. I don't think this is a tough one, right? Just don't. This is why we need, like, valets and, um, you know, st- like a steward that can just sort of announce your non-presence at an event. I regret to inform you, Griffin McElroy has milk-based diarrhea again. <laughs> Gaji Goodeen, he says. Here's a roast he made for you. Just kidding, I made it. You can have a cake, cake with your face on it, but you're oh, not there. But the cake yeah. with your face on it is. So they could sort of ceremonially say goodbye, but like not in a way that you have to participate with. Yeah, they can all eat your face and talk about their favorite Gregory memories. I have an idea. Okay. okay. I've been thinking about this. Feels like what a bad if, one. Well, hold on. Justin! No, there's a, J- Justin's right. Sometimes there's just something in the air where I can tell you're about to float a real Give it a moment. All right. Maybe what, what you do is, mm. like, oh, maybe a week before your last day, you just kind of, like, s- spread around the office that you're, you've decided to take, like, a surprise trip. You're going to treat yourself. You're taking a weekend getaway to, like, Columbia. And then mm-hmm. you just don't come back to work. And then slowly over time, perhaps a myth will develop that either you've just decided to live in Columbia from now on, or like maybe they need to start planning like a rescue mission. Yeah. Okay. I'm just Um, saying maybe leave, I'm saying leave a little mystery. Just a mystery, sure. Leave just a story. Leave, let the myth you leave behind be bigger than yourself. You know what I mean? It is important though that you alert the authorities ahead of time that that, that this that this is happening. Oh, this is going to have to go deep. This is yeah, going to have to go deep. all the way to the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw a trailer for A Dog's Purpose, and it taught me a lesson, and I won't see the film, but it taught me a lesson about, like, spending time with just people in this world, or dogs, because you never know which one of them harbors the soul of a kindred lost spirit. You know what I mean? So, like, you don't know which one of your coworkers used to be another one of your coworkers that died. But you really liked that coworker. All I'm saying is a dog's purpose taught me to just really value the important things in life, like human connections and also dog connections. So I just want you to think about that before you just shut all these people out. That's true. What if you miss them? Like, what... If- 
Maybe that last day, this is the kind of setting someone would make for like a movie where it's like your last day at work and you've hated everybody. Mm. And it wasn't until this moment that you've really come to appreciate what you never took advantage of and these people's lives and the stories that they had and the impact that they could have on your life. Maybe this last 24 hours could be your hit film, Fist Fight, which I also have not seen, but I, I assume it's about Charlie Day and Ice Cube learning to appreciate each other as people and not fighting? I don't know. Like I said, I've only seen muted previews on Facebook and Twitter. Right. But All I assume saying, that's what it's about. Or here I'm comes the boom. It, it could be here comes the boom. All I'm saying is that your boss could be your dog that died a while ago. So fucking show some respect. And your dog once. could be your boss that died a while ago. You don't know. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what this life has taught me. This movie. This wonderful film. I bought. A, I got a Yahoo here. It's sent in by Mario Panagetti. Thank you, Mario. It's by Yahoo Answers user K who asks, What would you name five sons? What would you name five sons, all born two years apart? Do not use Hubert, Jeremy, Beckett, Devin, Jack, Ryan, Clinton, Fred. I'm sorry, so you what? Know, you, what would you name five sons? You know you're going to have five sons. Like, uh-huh. my my plan, we're going to get to five. No, any, any way we, we need to. We will have five sons. Okay, so you have mine. that in mind. So you come up with a naming structure for your five sons ahead of time what would you here's what, mine how, okay monday tuesday wednesday okay. thursday saturday what happened friday exactly now you're thinking about it okay it's a lot of work to go through and also a lot of work for these five boys to go through all right let me hit you with this rachel monica phoebe joey chandler what uh-huh. happened ross was where, the, where's ross though the dad's name's ross <laughs> and the know? mom's name is gunther Okay. <laughs> and the grandpa's name is Friends. <laughs> and this is uh, our dog, Central Perk. I didn't think about this when I had my one son. Mm-hmm. So what if I have four more sons? Yeah, you got to have a theme going. Um, Could I do uh, like Sonic the Hedgehog, Tails, Tails the Fox, Knuckles the Echidna, Big the Cat, Cream the Rabbit, all Sonic characters. Fuck yeah, got it. I got one. George Foreman did a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, they George all... Foreman had a fun time with his son names. You couldn't do that again, huh? Like, no. you couldn't... It's pretty wonderful that he did it, but it, I'm not sure you could keep doing it. What if you named it after a single word <clears throat> NBC hit sitcom? So, Frasier. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. This is my son, Coach. This is um, my son, Frank's. This is my son, Wings. <laughs> Hello, I'm Wings. I'm a three years old, and I am Wings. Hello, I am Ooh. Wings. Hello, I am Coach. I'm older than Wings. I love you, big brother. I love you, Wings. What if you named your sons, like, five professions? Or, like, you like you named, like, so, for example, your son, Wings, you trained from birth to become a pilot. You know, what okay, I mean? and, like, and maybe Cheers would sons. be a cheerleader. Yeah, Frasier would be somebody who repaired Frasers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like uh, I got a little bit of cracks in your phrase. Uh, I can take care of that. You gotta for take you. that to. You gotta. Tell, I'm a skilled Frasier, so I'll, I should be able to fix that one right up. Not for gonna you. be cheap though. Phrase like that, oof, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be in the four figure range. Uh, I'm sorry to say.
That's a solid oak fraiche. Never see those anymore. Okay. The Kevin and the Furious. Two Kevin, two Furious. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. The Kevin and the Furious took you adrift. Yes. Kevin and Furious. Fast mm-hmm. Kevin. Two Kevin. <laughs> from Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> two Kevin from Kevin. Um, fuck, that's really good, Justin. You nailed that. And that's good, because then if you accidentally, you know... Have another bone, one. Bone down, and you crank out a couple more calves. Three more calves. Uh, the fate of the Kevin. No, no, the, the Kevin of the Furious. The yeah, hard shit. thing is going to be somehow naming Kevin Kevin Drift, but like having him come after all the other. So like your yeah. your third son will actually son. be your fifth son. This is I have to rearrange these names just to get the naming conventions right. Can I say how amazing it is that through all the really semi terrible names and they're fun in a terrible way, but like. They're they're or they're terrible in a fun way. Either way, um, the Fast and Furious films all have really bad names. The fact that they've all been building to what may be the best name for a movie ever, the Fate of the Furious, right? Which is like so fucking cool of a name of a movie. Like the fact that they managed to pull that out towards the end is pretty outstanding. I just, I'm so excited and I'm so hurt by what Vin has done. And I know it's not him. I know he's playing a character, but I don't think I'll ever be able to look at him the same way again. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. How about a new question? Family comes first, right? Always. Yeah. It's supposed to. So what the fuck's supposed he doing? To. What's he doing right now? He's kissing Charlize. Why? Why? That's not who he's supposed to kiss. She's not family. She isn't family. He should Why? only be kissing family. You know it's him because there's still cars. Yeah. He's still driving fast. So it's not, so some, it's it's not some sort of android. It's I thought that too, Justin. I watched the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, this is some sort of clone or cyber android yeah. or robot or like a uh, CGI hologram like they did with uh, like a Michael Jackson in that one concert. Like, I think uh, it's got to be a hologram, right? It's really it's, him because it's the cars. What, I, thought maybe, I thought maybe it was a Dave situation where it's like, somebody who looks like him and impersonates him that has to take over for him Shit. or maybe a meet Dave situation where, where it's like a big it. guy with a yeah. bunch of little guys inside of him. But it would be another possibility, but it's but not no, it's those. him because it's him and he's saying all this right stuff and he's driving the cars and he's hurting his family. Wouldn't it be incredible if at the end of the new triple X movie, like Tyrese rolled up in just like a super, just like sick, you know, sports car and was like, Hey, we need you back in the Fast and the Furious movies. We've we've got a whole new bad guy to fight. And Triple X was like, "Guess I better go be Dom now." And like hopped in the car. And oh, then the I new, see. The new Fast and the Furious movie starts with Tyrese and Vin pulling up in that car, oh, and like God. that's the start of that movie. But unfortunately, oh, they they can't get it. Oh, Justin just had a very very powerful orgasm. A um, Fast and the Furious crossover with Triple X, where Vin Diesel is both. I can't. I'll tell you when they're going to get there, though. It's going to be Fast and the Furious 30. Because then then they just put Triple X right there at the end of it, and there's your fucking title. Oh, hell yes. We're gonna have. We got a lot of Fast and Furious movies. Gotta make them faster, guys. Gotta speed up and and furiouser. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be Fast Nine feeling fine. It's gonna be the next one. That one's gonna be (laughs) more upbeat. Fast Ten, do it again. Maybe some web exclusive entries. Yeah, <laughs> so, only on Netflix. <laughs> the dirty this- fat, the dirty Fast and Furious dozen. We're gonna get there. Yeah, Ocean's Fast Eleven. <laughs> yeah.
maybe one could just be a murder mystery for like a weekend, and that's like another <laughs> one just like covered. We just got to rush through them is what I'm saying. 20 through 26 is an ARG experience. Yeah, Number 27 gotta- could just be an escape room somewhere in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> All canonical. All canonical. All canonical. What happened to... All- <laughs> Ludacris dies in the escape Ludacris room. Ludacris died in the escape room, and he's not in the movies. Anymore. Yeah, dude, you had to go to the escape room. <laughs> it's it's a great crossover, and all the plot lines are unintelligible. Yo, I can't help you guys with this one. One of my wings is alive again. What? What? <laughs> oh, you you had to read the Choose Your Own Adventure book to understand yeah. that one. The, a- yeah, the, the-, an- the angel that lives inside of me is starting to break through. The angel that lives inside of you? Yeah, that was in the Angry Birds Fast and Furious crossover app. I paid an angel in the Angry Birds Fast game. Yo, yo, I'd love to come on this adventure, but Crombulord, the planet inside my heart, (laughs) the tiny planet inside my heart can't, um, it's the dark times because of the Harvest Festival, so I can't make it out for this one. We stole the planet from Jason Statham, remember? When he became Galactus. Well, it's just you and me, Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> um, here's another question from a listener. I work at a small coffee shop. It's pretty slow, so I know that a lot of people that come in, I have a good rapport with the customers and often have pleasant and lengthy chats with them. However, I've noticed a trend where some customers have started blatantly shielding their PIN numbers from me as they pay with a card. This offends me because it's rude, sure, but also because they think I would pick such a boring and obsolete way to steal. This has been happening quite a bit, and I'm wondering what my next move is. Do I say something? Am I allowed to make a goof? Uh, that's from Ocean's Zero. Yeah, uh, this is fucking, man, this is so brutal. Because um, do you guys do that? Do you guys shield your pen? No, I yell it out loud. Okay. Well, no, mine's, just, sh- mine's just 69.69, so like, it's <laughs> not even that good of a pen. But like... It's not, it's, it, you're going to have to catch me and kill me to take my debit card from me. That's the truth. Yeah. It's not enough just to have my secret 6969 phrase. I don't care. I mean, like, if you steal my debit card, it's going to be canceled by the time you hit the corner. Like, there's, it's no good yeah. to you. And if somebody I, did, like, purloin my numbers, which has only happened mm, basically eight or nine different times. <laughs> And I have, because, like, I just buy, like, I don't know, like, Russian coffee cups or something. I don't know what I'm doing out there, but I I keep getting my numbers stolen. And when it does, I just, the bank calls me and is like, hey, J-Man, happen again. I'm like, yeah, I know, it happens. Send me a new card. They're like, you know it. And I don't care. Like, you can, I don't care. Steal my pen. I I don't give a shit. I saw someone share a video with me on Facebook. It's like, when you enter your pen, you need to put, like, once you're done, put your whole hand on the pad or else someone can take like a uh, like a heat, you know, one of those like uh, thermal scanners and show which buttons are warm. Because, and I'm like, first of all, if I saw someone do that right after me, it's like, hey, what the what's that guy doing with that thermal scanner? But secondly, if you brought your thermal scanner to the coffee shop to steal my pin number, do you need money? That I can give you ten dollars. Just do sell the thermal $10? scanner. Um, yeah, yeah. This is, where they get that thermal scanner? Hold on. This is, um, don't do this. Don't, don't do this thing. If I'm having a nice conversation with you and I'm making you a panini at the, at the Starbucks and I hand you your panini and I say, that'll be $40. And you, then you, then you cloak, you try to be all, you try to be sneaky with your pen. Like I'm going to hack you. That hurts my feelings. I just, say- we just had a nice conversation about your kids while I made you a nini. 
I think you should say, well, I think it's fair. You didn't see what I did to that panini. Like, you can't watch me make your drink. You just have to trust. Are we all hacking each other all the time now? Because it's not just computers anymore. The if prevalency you- of hacking has not, ha- like, hacking has now gone around the bend for me where it's like, they going to get you. Like, they if they want you, yeah. they going to get you. So, like, why not be just be chill about it? Like, I don't know. If you want me, they're going to get you. Like, I'm not, I'm just, like, not sweating it anymore. It's going to happen. If they want you, they're going to get you. Damn. There's got to be a way to put up a cyber wall. No. No, no that's walls. the thing. That's the thing, Griffin. It's, it's, what you got to do, what you got to do, is you got to make yourself so open to attack that you're, like, low-hanging fruit. And they're mm. just like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hack Travis. There's no challenge that's, in what, what is that? Like, anyone, could, a baby could hack Travis. Look at that baby over there it's hacking the, Travis. It's the, the Sun Tzu baby boy technique. Exactly. He says, and it's, the, I believe it's in the third Sun Tzu book where he says, just make yourself look like a little baby and dookie on yourself, and then mm-hmm. your enemies will see you and say, he's not worth fighting. And That's then when he turns Art around. Art of War 3, Tokyo Art, Drift. Right. And then when they turn around, you fucking hack them. Yeah. You hack them. You hack yes. them back. You counter hack. That's what we need to do. No walls, no, because they're going to break through my fucking ice. In the mm-hmm. in the reboot Cyberverse, I, I, I'm just gonna have to go in there myself. I gotta learn how to. That's my maybe that's my zag. I've been trying to find out what my zag's gonna be for Twenty Serpentine, and maybe it's I just become a fucking white hat hacker, and I go and I you know and I sort Griffin, of become yeah. Let me explain to you why I need that so very badly. Okay, it is my dream as a child of the '90s. It is my dream in life to one day see a hacker-on-hacker computer battle, like, with, with like, sweat on their brow and furious, like, just typing. And, like, they're blocking them at every turn, you know what I mean? And, like, it, I want to see it like it's a dance, like it's a beautiful hacking dance. Yeah. The thing I was led to believe happened all the time by movies in 1992. And I never see it. It doesn't happen that much. I want it so bad and then it ends and everybody's exhausted but like we barely kept the launch code safe yeah and i'll be like it looks like it was a draw i'll be like is it and then i'll hold up their codes i'll be like got your codes (gasps) got your codes here i want it so bad um can i read one more yahoo real quick yeah you can get one in under the wire it's from uh rachel rosing uh uh game recognized game rachel rosen thank you rachel it's by yahoo answers user bernard a who asks why did John Hancock write name so big on the Constitution? Now, there's there's a quick answer here from David B., who says John Hancock was president of Congress when the Declaration of Independence was adopted and signed. According to legend, Hancock signed his name largely and clearly so that King George could read it without his spectacles, but the story is apocryphal and originated years later. Whatever the reason, it clearly had something to do with emphasis. So I've heard that before. He signed it so that King George could read it with his stupid bad eyes. Mm-hmm. And if that's not the answer, why did my boy John Hancock, when everybody else is like, I'll sign it, John Adams. And then this this motherfucker rolls up and he's like, Jonathan Hancock. I, I actually know the reason. I know. No, the, it's. Well, don't say the real reason. Cause no, no, I, I know it, Griffin. Okay, but it won't, it won't be funny if he's the real No, I know it. Actually, John Hancock wrote his signature so big to hmm. cover up where Ben Franklin wrote, I signed your crack. Oh yeah! Have oh, a great, fun. have a great, have a great summer. Have a great summer. <laughs> I love you like a sister. Ben Franklin, Benny, Benny F, um, and John, yeah, and John Hancock was like Franklin. 
he, he just wanted to cover. He wanted to try to obscure where, where Ben Franklin had just written cock in huge letters <laughs> on there. It's like, well, we got to do something with this because Benny Frank right just wrote. What did you write, John Ham? Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about don't, it. I'll just don't. change my fucking name. It's fine. History will never know. The <laughs> no one's gonna see this shit, anyways. You're gonna Tell lock fucking. this away somewhere, right? Tell Len rolls up with the sequel with the squeakquel. All about the cock, man. This probably. <laughs> Probably not as rich a vein there. No, very but, short. Um, what if he had? <laughs> have you seen Hamilton to the squeakle Cockman? <laughs> Cockman? Yeah. Um, it's it like instead of talking about how he's going to change the world, it's exactly the same show, except it's just a young John Hancock talking about how one day he's going to write his name really big on an important <laughs> document. Um, it could be that John Hancock had one regular hand and one <laughs> Foo Fighters Everlong big hand uh-huh. and that was his right hand. John, and please so, sign it with your left. John, John, wait, just please use the left. No! We only get, we only get one shot of this. We, we've had to rewrite this thing so many times. Please, John. Yeah, it's like seventeen or 1800 something and um, it's the paper's really hard to come by. Please use your not giant Everlong hand. It's so, paper's so hard to come by. We can't afford calendars. We don't even know what year it is. It is fun to think about the fact that, like, you live a whole life, and in one moment of extravagance, <laughs> in one moment of extravagance, you change the whole, like, way in which you are, pres- like, through all of history, yes. like, no matter what you did, Father, a uh, 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 brother, son, like p- patriot, politician. No, you're just the guy who signed his name so big on there. But in doing so, also there's a lot of people whose names are on there that people don't talk about much. Yeah, but yeah. old John, let's just like, talk about well, Thomas Mifflin or Robert they should, Morris. They should talk about the rest of those people because the bullshit of all this is. John Hancock wrote his name first, and everyone else went, I'm going to write it smaller than that. Like, everyone else could have also, but, like, they made John Hancock the, like, kid, like, the dude in the office who, like, signs the birthday card first and writes, like, a big, long message, and everybody else just writes, like, their name. And it's like, well, thanks, everybody. Like, I thought we were all going to go all in on this, and, like, you guys left me just uh, hanging in the wind. And you all could have written your name's big too, but now I look like an asshole. Now I look like history's asshole. Also, I will say this: if you haven't looked at the signature in a while, check it out. If my signature was that fucking rad, yeah, it is the it is the fate of the furious of signatures. Like if my signature was that cool, I'd probably do it really big too every time. Uh, also, just one last thing that we do need to address is that John Hancock Defo did not sign the Constitution. <laughs> he got up on the Declaration of Independence. So we got that one wrong. We got that one very wrong. We were very wrong on that. Let's just cut that tweet out. Let's cut out the last 20 minutes of this podcast. Go listen to Stuff You Should Know if you want facts. You know? Stuff You Should Know. The Declaration of Independence and the Constitution are different <laughs> things. They're different stuff. Two different sheets. Who signed the Constitution real big? Did anybody do that? Yeah, I was just looking at this. Let's talk about this big signature, and it's from uh, Daniel of St. Thomas Jennifer. Who the fuck are you? Who gave you the right, Dan? I think the weirdest part is where somebody just drew um, Kilroy on on the Declaration. Who did that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Where'd that come from? Um, Let's wrap up so Justin can go do his um, his jujitsu. Excellent. Taekwondo, don't be a dick. 
they're two different, very different things. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure they are. Um, I, I'm still early yet. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week on my brother, my brother and me. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. Uh, thank you to this week's sponsors. Um, if you want to, uh, uh, I think there's a, like, we don't know specifically, but, um, we're about, well, we are as of this moment, exactly one month out from the premiere of my brother, my brother, me TV show on CISO. Um, so you're going to start seeing like things. Yeah. Start seeing some things probably this week. Uh, so well, it'll be on our Facebook group, uh, my brother, my brother, me appreciation group, and also on our Tweedo uh, at MBMBAM. So make sure you follow those uh, so you can see that stuff when it pops off. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use for our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a fucking great, powerful tune off a great, powerful album, and you're just going to love it if you haven't listened to it already. Uh, you can go to MaximumFun.org to check out all the shows on the MaxFun Network. Uh, there's a bunch of really, really great programs, and they're all for free. Stuff like Jordan Jesse Go and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Throwing Shade, uh, all on Maximum Fun. And we have a bunch of other podcasts and video stuff that we do at McElroyShows.com. Uh, you can check out all of that there. Also, on McElroyShows.com is uh, our contact info and Twitter accounts and all that stuff. Uh, I'm going to be on the Jonathan Colton cruise. Uh, it is March 4th through the 11th. Uh, and it's going to be really fun and cool. Some people that are going to be on there include, uh, Jeffrey Craner, the welcome to night Vale folks, uh, nerf herder. Uh, uh, here's one that I just found out about a relatively new edition that I'm really stoked about. Rebecca sugar creator oh, of shit. Steven universe is going to be That's on there. Awesome. Yeah, it God, is. I'm so fucking jealous that you get to she's go. Just, on this. I'm just going to follow her around and just, just tell her how much I enjoy her program. Not in a weird way. Um, and we're doing a live Sawbones uh, on there, so you're not going to miss that. In fact, you're going to want to check it totally out. So, uh, uh, JoeCoCruise.com. There are some cabins still available, so go come with me on the beautiful Holland America West Am- Westerdam ship that is a boat, probably. Mm, a, and- a boat? A boat ship? Yeah. It's going to well be a pretty said. good, pretty good cruise. I, bet. Um, I have a final Yahoo here. You want to hear it? Yes, please. It's from Jeffrey Corbello, and it's by Yahoo Answers user Shrek, uh, who asks, In Back to the Future 3, since time travel is obviously fake, how did they get back to the Olden West to film the movie? (laughs) 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 It's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, May Kiss Your Dad, square on the lips. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.